became present for the journey and vibe in with our vibe, which is always very chill. I am present for the journey. Mm -hmm. I love that. Present and enthusiastic. Yes. Enthusiastically present. Well, because you kept asking me if I didn't want to do this. And if all I had was I am present for the journey, I probably shouldn't have done this episode today. But I am present and enthusiastic. We love an enthusiastic yes. Mm -hmm. We do. Yes. That is how consent works. Yes. Yes. Indeed. It is. Mm -hmm. Because not everyone knows how to say no firmly yes so then they just say yes unenthusiastically i know that i have been guilty of that in my 20s poor kayla in her 20s poor kayla in her 20s not knowing what the fuck to do about boundaries right she did as good as she could. She we did so a, good. We need to do a whole episode on boundaries. That's what we need to do. Dude, we do need to do an episode mm-hmm. on boundaries. But today's episode <laughs> is, in fact, on affirmations. Yes. Because affirmations are wildly important and... Useful. <laughs> more on why we had to say those specific words in a little bit. Before we dive fully in, hey, y'all, I'm Kayla. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to your soul. Welcome. A podcast of belonging for humans exploring their deepest hearts, where Ashley and I heal out loud. On the podcast. For real. I know. I remembered to add the phrase. That was so good. You did a great job. (laughs) I was like, it'll be our, not our tagline, but like our sub tagline. Yes. So where Ashley and I heal out loud, we often have so many beautiful revelations and we do it all so that we can feel together, Mm -hmm. us and you and you and us in this journey of wandering consistently inwards in living a self-loved life in living a life of deep intimacy with self Mm -hmm. because we've all got deep ass hearts to explore yes and the more we spelunk through the gorgeous ass caverns (laughs) of our own souls the more of ourselves we get to be yes i love that spelunking into self-love yeah spelunking into your soul is one of my favorite phrases i've never heard that before ever oh uh it's on one or two of my sales pages for my self-love courses spelunking well i love the word spelunking Mm -hmm. and i love that so very much if i could stay married to a metaphor for longer than a sentence or two. For I might real. talk about the stalagmites and the stalactites of <gasps> your self-love. Stalagmites. And does that mean they're standing mightily up on the floor? Yes. And stalactites. Because they're clinging up. Yeah. And that's how you taught your fourth graders, yes, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> so if you didn't know, now you know. Stalagmites stand mighty on the floor. Yes, 
Fair and if you can remember sure. that one, then yeah. the other one just automatically falls into place. Anyway, but I can't hang on to a metaphor for that long because there are other metaphors to fucking make. Oh, and, and they are <laughs> and metaphors are so great. And so much fun. <coughs> they really are. They're a genuine coaching technique. They teach you about using metaphors specifically to help people open their perspectives. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know me and all of my folklores and fables. I'm a huge fan of I'm a huge fan of a metaphor. I so get that. And I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and so many people, even just after our first episode, were commenting on how helpful that metaphor I made about sticking other yes. people's like stickers stickers on me and then yes. taking them off one at a time to be who I truly am. Yeah. They found that so helpful, yes. which is why metaphors are a legitimately taught yes. coaching practice. So good. Mm-hmm. Love it. As are certain aspects of affirmations. So the reason why I had to say affirmations are so important. Oh, yes. And Ashley had to say affirmations are so useful is because how our own individual human brains conceive and consider self-directed language is so personal that the difference between important and useful can make or break whether or not an affirmation is actually fucking useful. Oh, see, so this is what we were talking about, like, right before the podcast started. Mm -hmm. We were trying to, like, Kayla was making a quick outline um, just to try and keep us on track, which I love. Well, because I knew that I had things I wanted to say this episode. And I knew what they were, so I wrote them down. And I love that. But I needed to let you guys know that affirmations are important. And then I was like, could we change the word important to useful? Like, could we just say what, like, that that they are useful instead of important? And she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, we can also yes, say that yes, they're useful. Yes. For sure. And I was like, hmm, I wonder why. Like, I wonder why it's so important to me that that the phrasing is that affirmations are useful and it's so important to you that the phrasing is affirmations are important. Mm -hmm. And so our human brains Mm -hmm. define words incredibly personally to us. Right. So sometimes when you come across an affirmation online, Mm -hmm. it might not ring true to you. So when you try to say it in the mirror, it feels even more awkward than it would have normally because you're saying an affirmation to yourself in the mirror, which inherently feels awkward. So when you are using a mismatch for the language that you value, Mm -hmm. then your affirmation can either feel awkward or feel inappropriate or not feel fun when it could absolutely feel fun instead. So tweaking the affirmations you come across to fit language that you prefer instead can be incredibly helpful in making affirmations both useful to you and affirmations are so important to use because the language that we use to define ourselves Mm -hmm. is dripping in importance. Right. The whatevers that we put after the phrase I am define how we give ourselves permission to live our lives. Right. So if I say I am shy, 
then I'm consistently supporting the belief that I am shy. And what do shy people do? They don't talk to people very much. Right. They're not outgoing. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell myself that I was shy. Oh. Like as a kid. Right. I was the shy one. Oh. And if I had clung to that definition of who I am. Right. Uh, well, I certainly couldn't be making a fucking podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That certainly would not be happening right, right now. Yes. So... That's why affirmations are vital. And I think that's why I love the word important, because important also means vital. Mm -hmm. And it can make or break break how you get to live your life. Hmm. Genuinely, the practice of affirmations, I'm not bullshitting you at all, can make or break how you get to live your life. Because... So you're saying they are like majorly pivotal to some of the big changes. They are. Right. Because when you talk about... Thank you for mentioning that. Because yes. I've got like a whole coaching theory on it that I learned. Um, that there are multiple different levels of change and transformation that you can create for yourself. One of the basic things that you can change for yourself mm-hmm. is your um, environment. Okay. And that can help you change how you feel. For example, when I clean my house, mm-hmm. I feel more free. Yes. I feel more profoundly able to do what I desire mm-hmm. to do. More at and, peace. Yes. Yeah. And that's actually just a pretty small change, changing yes. your environment. The next level up is changing your behaviors. Okay. And though that's where it starts to get a little bit harder. And for some people, changing your environment, cleaning your house is hard as shit. So I don't mean to minimize that at all. We're all at different places. And what I'm driving at will drive home the point as to why affirmations are more important than cleaning your house. (laughs) Actually, genuinely. Oh, phew. (laughs) I will tell you, I'm struggling on the cleaning your house front. Lately. I get that. I get that. It's just, yeah. It's just... I'm tired. And. I know you are, Mama. It's just been busy. But. Keep talking to me and tell me more about the affirmation so that I can. Yeah. Change your fucking life. Change my life and clean my house. (laughs) Yes. So the next level of change after behaviors is attitudes. Mm -hmm. And then beliefs. And you'll notice that. The higher up on this like pyramid of levels of change that you go, Mm -hmm. it sounds harder and harder to make each change. Mm -hmm. Changing your attitude requires so many changes. Right. Right. Like that's where you start to get into more of that mindset work. Right. Changing your beliefs. Well, like, damn, now you got to go spelunking back through that like (laughs) old childhood trauma that caused you to believe the things that Mm -hmm. perhaps your overbearing Catholic upbringing forced you to believe. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not dogging Catholics. I am dogging the church. Yeah. Um. So then after values mm-hmm. or after beliefs comes values and after values comes identity. Right. Okay. And well, we talked about a little bit about this when we did the identity episode. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So okay. flashback if you yes. remember from the identity yeah. episode. There was a chart, guys. There was a pier- there was the little pyramid. Oh, yeah, I did. I yes. showed the actual yes. visual. Yes. So if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, I'm sorry. 
I am doing the best I can with my words yes. out of my mouth. No, <laughs> it's good. She's doing a great job. You're doing a great job. So when you talk about the ability to create actual lifelong delicious ass change in your life, mm-hmm. working with yourself on the identity level is the most profound and the most efficient. Okay. Think about how many changes you would have to create on an environment level Mm -hmm. to change who you think you are at your core. Mm -hmm. What all about your environment would you have to change? I might have to like fucking move to Tibet and live next to monks to make a fundamental change in who I believe I am. Right. And you would have to live there for a really long time before you would start believing it Uh uh-huh and i don't have 30 years to change one thing about myself yeah i mean i technically do but like why when there are other options yeah oh my gosh get ready beautiful because i've been writing a book and the universe just told me to shake a tail feather on getting it out into the universe it's called homecoming the diy self-love book And I'm going to listen to the universe. I'm going to self-publish this as soon as I can. So keep an eye out for more details. Fred, your breath is stinky. (laughs) (laughs) I love you very much. All right, buddy. Pause down. Good boy. Good job, Fred. There we go. You're so good, Bobby. All right, sweet Freddie, you sit. Good boy, you lay. Good boy, honey. Yeah, good boy. Okay. We were somewhere talking about something. Oh, about having 30 years to make a change. Like, sure, I do, but like, why? Yeah. When I could do something way fucking faster. I was like, don't start the howl again. That was not what tipped them off. No, it was it was, it was the car door. It was the car door. I know. How what you dare said. you say my singing makes dogs no, howl? It's a thing that <gasps> I. That's not no, what I, I meant. I it's know. a kid. The kid. It's a thing the kids and I say. Oh, you started a howl. We got it from a movie. Oh, so, okay. Sorry, okay, copyright okay. probably, but did oh, you start a howl? Mm, I didn't. The car door did, but they ignored that one, so yeah. I'm here for it. Me too. So. When you work on with yourself on an identity level, then you are able to make changes more quickly. Like things that you change on an identity level can trickle down to all of the things that you believe are possible for yourself. Then the attitudes that you hold throughout your day, mm-hmm. then the behaviors that you are choosing to make throughout your day, and then the environment that you find yourself in. Because if you can change that belief that... um. I'm lazy was mm-hmm. one of mine. Right, right. Then you get to change it behaviors like being able to clean your house more. Right. Because you allow yourself the capacity to move more and engage with more of your own energy. Mm-hmm. When you're consistently telling yourself that you're lazy, that has an incredibly large impact on how you let yourself live your life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why affirmations are important because if you can swap out an i am a lazy idiot for example i'm using my own examples from my past here folks um if you can swap that out and into i am smart i am cleanly like 
I take care of my spaces. Mm -hmm. When you can change on that identity level of I am and that values level of I clean my spaces because they're important to me, Mm -hmm. like that's when you get to have that radiating trickle down effect in how you let yourself live your life and how you can engage more easily in, for example, cleaning behaviors. Right. Since we're talking about the trickle down effect all the way to the environment. Yeah. So... For you, environment environment might look like travel. Okay. If you keep telling yourself something like, um, I am shy or I am limited or that's not for me, those kinds of phrases, mm-hmm. that might keep you from traveling. Mm-hmm. Because if you're shy, then you might be afraid of talking to people on the airplane because you don't have a person with you. Right. If you're shy, you might be afraid to talk to locals when you're traveling oh, to yeah. find cool things to go do. Mm-hmm. Right. So that can have a trickle down effect into the environments you let yourself be into. Right. Whether that's from a traveling perspective or even from a like going to networking meetings if you're an entrepreneur. Right. So every I am statement will trickle all the way down through your values, your beliefs, your attitudes, your behaviors, and your environment. And that is why affirmations are so important. And that's also why they're useful, because you Uh can fucking change your life. Do you have more to speak to on the how they're useful front? No, I just like for some, I just, when, um... Woo! When thinking about um, the wording, I don't know if I think that the phrase "what makes them important" I feel like puts a lot of pressure on it for me. Oh, and so that just felt maybe intimidating. Yeah, I was going to ask: Is having pressure on it a bad thing? To know that it's more important now. Yes, it's scary. Oh. I love that. I don't. <laughs> I only love that because I've made my fear such a invitation to get to know myself better. Yeah. The more you invite your fear to like tell you for what reason are you scared, then like the deeper your self-intimacy gets to get because you get to know yourself on an even deeper level. Yeah. And then you can take it all the steps further and engage in the Peace Talks method, which you can find on my YouTube and inside all of my courses. Yes. All of my courses? I think all of my courses. I think the Peace Talks method is inside all of those also. Um, then you get to like really get to know yourself on like the juicy, profound level that can yeah. change your fucking life. <gasps> wow. So thank you for speaking to that fear, because now people who were also feeling intimidated by Mm -hmm. these are important, do them. Right. You guys can all perhaps do the Peace Talks method or journal on for what reason your fear is afraid of them. Yeah. Well, I do the affirmations that feel right. Mm -hmm. Like I've definitely done affirmations. Like I've and but there I don't know thinking of them that way or thinking of them um in that like these are important and will change your life it just feels higher stakes yeah like it feels like (gasps) there's something's on the right line i gotta do it right Mm -hmm. i gotta get an a well and here's a little bold love for you right there are no 
A's or B's or F's to get in affirmations. There is only how you get to live your life. Because for each and every moment, mm. this is okay. I'm going to say it anyway, because I'm in a bold fucking mood. Great. For, I love it. <laughs> I'm the tarot cards keep telling me to be a bold That's motherfucker. Right. So I'm going to do it. So for each and every affirmation that you're not saying to yourself to rewrite who you think you are, mm-hmm. you are only then able to repeat on autopilot the beliefs that you already hold. That's true. The I am's that you already hold. And that can be beautiful if you hold a lot of beautiful I am's. Yes. And that alternative could be scary as shit because you might hold a lot of I am's that ask you to be smaller and stay in your comfort zone. Right. And that that's all it is. That is all the importance level is, mm-hmm. is if you are not actively choosing new affirmations for yourself, you are then residing in the comfort zone of the I am beliefs that you already hold. Yes. So it isn't good or bad. Mm-hmm. There is no right or wrong. There is only choosing change or choosing comfort. And your level of self-safety right. in choosing change or choosing comfort mm-hmm. absolutely matters. Yes. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You can only grow as fast as the slowest part of you feels safe to grow. So after listening to this conversation on how important affirmations are, Mm -hmm. if you feel safe in choosing one more to add, great. Mm -hmm. If it's waiting three weeks to let all of this sink into your brain and integrate into your body and then you choose to add an affirmation, that's fucking beautiful because yes. the slowest part of you needed that three-week integration buffer zone. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. It gets to be okay. Right. Does that help? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Beautiful. I'm glad I made that both bold and accessible. Yes. Did I did I do that? Did yeah, I succeed? Yeah, you did. Nailed it. Yes! <laughs> I feel like that's a major victory as a mentor, yeah. as a self-love mentor. I feel like that's something that I'm fundamentally incredibly good at. Yeah. Say the bold fucking thing. In a way that people can understand. Understand and start to feel like it's accessible to them. Yes. Yes. Because, Yeah. I felt like that started out inaccessible because of yeah. how bold it was. Yeah. And then I pulled it into a realm of accessibility. Yes. I'll just be here complimenting myself. I'm into that. Yeah. I, I, I needed the choo, compliments choo. today. So <laughs> I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> my uterus is not feeling her best. Yeah. So I'll take the little yeah. internal validation of my own compliments. Hype, yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's. That's why they're important and mm-hmm. useful, y'all. Our next little bullet point says our first experiences with affirmations. Yes, I'm very excited to hear about how you started. Is it? Well, the first time I remember knowing an affirmation, thinking about my I am statements at all, or any I am statements, mm-hmm. was um, when my parents were quoting that SNL sketch where Stuart Smiley says in the mirror, I'm good enough. And I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. So it was... Mocking. Mocking. Great fucking sentiment. Yeah. Great sentiment, great practice, because I do mirror work all the fucking time now. But sarcastic as fuck. Yes. 
Oh, sad. Because SNL was clearly poking fun at affirmations. And then, like, the quoting of it. And it may not have been my parents. It may have been an aunt or an uncle. Okay. I just remember. Adults. It, we, there were a lot of adults at the table. Mm-hmm. And they were explaining the joke to us because we didn't understand. Right. Um. Fun fact. Because why would you? 20 plus years later. <laughs> It's not a joke. Affirmations are fundamental. Yeah, it's not a joke. Kids would see an adult saying something like that and be like, wow, that's great. Like, yeah, like, oh, talking to yourself in a mirror, like, eh, why? Yeah. But like, if you change the narrative. Right. I love the little TikToks that like moms are talking to their daughters or whatever of like, I am smart. I can do everything that I desire mm-hmm. to do. I am powerful. And like it's the, these little girls yeah. saying it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it heals my heart. Yes. Ah! It yes. heals my little heart. Mm-hmm. Right to the cockles. Mm-hmm. Straight to the cockles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was my first experience with affirmations. That's where I really started my journey was on a place of thinking that they were dumb. And when did you re-experience and start your journey of using them? When I went to coaching school. When we talked specifically about the phrase I am and working on an identities level. And my coaching program did not specifically call out affirmations in its curriculum at the time. It may have changed now Mm -hmm. because I know the teacher has made a bunch of changes. Um. But I extrapolated that very, very fucking easily that this tool, affirmations, mantras, things that I typically wasn't giving any respect to because why would I when it was a joke um, that these things are tools for working on the identity level. Yeah. And oh, I guess they didn't call them necessarily affirmations or maybe they did it was a little bit more explicitly taught now that i'm thinking back to it um i don't want to give out inaccurate information but sometimes it takes a minute for your memory to pop in um so when i knew that the most profound change you could make was on an an identity identity level Mm -hmm. then that's when i started exploring more options into affirmations okay because in some work in neurolinguistic programming, you're specifically swapping out an I am statement that you no longer want to hold in for an I am statement of your choosing that is better for you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was explicitly taught. Anyway, yeah, that's that's when I started my journey of diving back into them. Okay. I like that. I enjoy that I intuitively said diving back into them as if childhood Kayla before she heard that affirmations were a joke intuitively knew that they were important. Yeah. That's interesting that that's the way my little unconscious mind phrased that. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. She was wise. Little kid us are always wise. Yes. Or wise as shit until we learn shit that's not wise. Ugh. So true. So my... Looking back, my first experience with affirmations was probably as a teacher. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, because in, I mean, in poetry with elementary students, we always 
do an I am poem. Oh, that's in the curriculum. I love that. No, that's not in the curriculum. I guess I always do that. Well, that's adorable as shit. Um, and we do that usually at the beginning of the school year to try and, like, get to know each other. We talk about, like, what our strengths are. Yeah, I was, I was very, uh, I was very much a teacher who was <laughs> a teacher who was very much into creating a, like, a little family in the classroom. And I miss that so much. I know, because you are a being that is all about connection and community. I And I miss, I do miss that. I miss that piece a whole lot. Um, well, the secret idea that you're not ready to say publicly yet, I'll just tease that one <laughs> out there. You'll know eventually. Um, the wheels, they are a turnin'. They are a turnin' for that community vibe. Yeah. So you just let yourself keep feeling into your comfort with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, like, with I am, they would do I am statements, poems, and things like that. Um, and then, like, around New Year's, mm-hmm. we would do another, like, we would talk about, because in the curriculum, we had to talk about resolutions. And mm-hmm. I would t- always talk about it very loosely with my students, because I don't want them to put pressure on themselves, and, like, they're eight or nine you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like we're gonna just talk about things that like we know are like true about us that are like some of the truths that are um like like really good like our highest good value like our highest good qualities characteristics I love that when I love that you phrase them as truths because essentially that's what affirmations right. are. Yes. It's either a truth that we're currently holding for ourselves mm-hmm. or a truth that we would like to make true for us. Yes. And these truths that we would talk about on New Year's were ones that we know are true, but sometimes we forget. Yes. Um, so like, I am a good student. Mm-hmm. I am smart. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that second half of the year, when we're getting into fractions and we're doing the hard mm-hmm. things, the kids really start to struggle, especially in fourth grade, in that mm-hmm. second half of fourth grade. Um, and so, like, writing it down, like, and having it up on the wall the whole second semester. And being able to be like, you said this about you. You know this is true about yourself. So, like, being able to, like, redirect them mm-hmm. back to, to like, a positive that they're having a real hard time believing because yes. they're having a real low moment mm-hmm. is what it was always really super powerful. I love that. That's so beautiful. And I don't think I knew that it was, like, affirmations or whatever at mm-hmm. the time. It was just... Look at you intuitively doing beautiful yeah. things for tiny humans. Yeah. I love that. How lucky were they? Yeah. Yeah. I like that for you. That's beautiful. Well, that covers our first experiences with affirmations. So the next one is talking about affirmations when they don't work. 
Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of us have experience with affirmations not working. Yes. And because it's very easy. The way that affirmations do work is through repetition and through mirror work, which we can put a pin in that and talk about that a little bit later on in another section. Um, But like affirmations don't work if you only say them once a day for a week and Mm -hmm. like that's not going to change your life right there's not nearly enough repetition there Mm -hmm. if you say the same affirmation to yourself 10 times a day which could be all at once or throughout the day whatever Mm -hmm. your preference is um 10 times a day for 10 weeks like yes that will fucking change how you perceive yourself to be but not if you just wake up in the morning and you just say it real quick to get it over with Yes and no. The saying it real quick to get it over with can still work. It might just take longer. It does go faster if you put yourself in the energy of belief. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I think it really, like your intention mm-hmm. matters so much. Mm-hmm. As with almost any kind of energy, anything. Your intention that's true that's true to speak specifically of intention yes Yes. if you don't truly intend for them to work then they won't work for you yeah and i i'm gonna assume that if you're trying them you're at the very least hoping they work and hope is the bestie cousin to belief yes i would not be where i am today well i probably wouldn't still be alive today without being able to cling to hope Mm -hmm. before I could reach for like the next monkey bar of belief. Yes. And that process repeats for myself over and over again with each new way in which I desire to elevate myself. There's always an uncertainty that I, well, not always, but most times Mm -hmm. in the past, there has been an uncertainty that I'll be able to do it, that I'll be able to make the change. I think I'm coming into a a bolder confidence with that right now, which is why I think it was really important to me to go back and change my language just now. Yeah. Um, But like that ability to feel hope first and let that be enough Mm -hmm. will get you eventually to that step of belief. Yeah. So if your intention is only you hope that it works, that's so okay. And that is in so many ways where I have started. Mm -hmm. Then is the juicy intention that you were talking about of belief. Yeah. Because if you believe, then you can intend. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So. And just hearing it over and over and over again might work over the course of like. 10 years it could but it might take that long if your intention is not there right it might even take longer than that intention and hope matter i'm not an affirmation mathematician neither the fuck am i (laughs) thanks for saying that you're You're right (laughs) who am i to put a timeline on it i am an i am not in fact a mathematician good call ashley good call (laughs) I'm like I have no idea dude (laughs) because there are so many factors yes absolutely like I can't even estimate 
timelines of my own. I can't. I have nothing. I got nothing for you, folks. Well, much like I can't tell you what's wrong with your plant until you give me a very long list of variabilities like how much sunlight is it getting how often are you watering it what's your humidity what side of the planet do you live on because that can also matter on what direction the sunlight is given and how much you're giving it um it can matter like how chunky your soil substrate is does it have like pests on the back of the leaves like until i know like, can you see a scattering of white dust? Because that's spider mites. Like, Ew. Un- until you know, I can't tell you what's wrong with your plant. So until I know every detail about your upbringing yes, ever, I can't right. tell you how long an affirmation is going to take. Mm-hmm. What I can tell you is that the more power behind your intention, the faster that gets to go for you. Yes. The more you also engage in mirror work alongside it, the faster that gets to go for you. There's been studies done on the impact of what looking yourself in the mirror has on how your brain perceives your identity. Oh, wow. So you can Google things like mirror neurons and come up with a lot of information if you're excited to go into a real deep scientific study. Interesting. I'm not going to bring all the science here because I did not cite studies or anything like that. I just encourage you to Google. But you have. I mean, I have read the studies. Yes. I just don't have them on the tippity tip of my brain to be able to cite to you. Yeah. So I'm not going to pretend that I do. That's valid. Um, But there have been studies done on the importance of seeing yourself in a mirror Mm -hmm. and how that directly and quickly contributes to the identities that you hold for yourself. So, for example, people who undergo, like, serious nose surgery – When they first get out, they look themselves in the mirror and don't recognize themselves. It doesn't look like them anymore. That'd be so rough. It's wild. So because your brain holds such a very specific viewpoint of your identity, Mm -hmm. and perhaps that's why it feels so fucking good to get a haircut after a breakup. Because it's just... A little bit of newness, a little bit of fresh identity, Mm -hmm. but like your brain still has all of the other feedback of your entire face to say that it's you. Right. Um, Interesting. So people whose faces become totally different through any different way that you might imagine, they have to reroute in their brains their perception of self. And that might take a couple days to a couple weeks, depending on like how your brain works and all of those variabilities like sunlight, water, and how chunky your soil is. <laughs> what about what about people who wear like extreme makeup? Like and they do like extreme mm-hmm. different things with their makeup. Like a lot of times they do not look like their face. Is that the same thing, do you think? Or because they are putting it on themselves and it's going on like a process? I can only speculate here. I don't have scientific knowledge to back this up. My guess would be that being really into dramatic makeup looks or special effects makeup or a variety of costuming Mm -hmm. on your face, like, could be a good way to dissociate just a little bit from who you are. Okay. And... 
for the good or for the bad. Like maybe maybe that helps you see yourself as a more open, expansive, free version of yourself. Oh, yes. Or maybe it's a way for you to avoid who you are. Like, I, I can't speak to the psychology behind why a person might do it. Those are two of my speculations of how that could manifest. Right. But again, those are only my speculations. Well, I, I guess what I'm, my, what I'm asking is, oh, okay. like, how do you think that person feels about their face? I Because I, 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 I don't know why they're putting the makeup on. I don't know why they're wearing it. For what reason? Is it for increased safety? Because then other people can't see them for who they are? Well, I, I don't know. I think it is to be seen a lot of the time. I And I think that's beautiful. It speaks a lot to my psychology that my beliefs are extreme makeup would help me hide. <laughs> yeah, that is Whereas your perception is extreme makeup will help me be seen. <laughs> is interesting i love that so i again i think we've just reached the it depends on the person's psychology it's i think it's a really personal intention and you don't wear, i think it comes down to and intention. you don't wear makeup no because i want to be who i am and seen and seen i love it i wear mascara sometimes I'm, when i want to feel special i'm wearing blue mascara today i like that for you thanks well you always have such tasteful makeup I'm not opposed to makeup. I just, when my dad had his stroke, Mm -hmm. I was crying all the time. So it wasn't worth it to wear makeup. Oh, yeah. What I noticed was that I had a little bit of trouble looking at myself in the mirror when I saw my face without makeup. And actually, I think this is an important conversation to be having right now. Um, I had a different sense of who I was without makeup versus with makeup. Okay. And I didn't like that for myself yeah. I didn't like that for me I didn't like that I didn't think that I was pretty without makeup oh yeah um I didn't like that I didn't like how my under eyes looked without makeup and I'm still working on that journey for myself oh. of on my tireder days where my under eyes are darker um I, I struggle with finding that beautiful oh. and I am working on making that better Right, like improving how I view that as beautiful for myself. So when I noticed that, Mm -hmm. something in my brain was just like, well, let us fix it. Many things in my brain are, oh, we've seen a problem. Let's fix it. Yeah. Let's fix it right now. Yeah. In what ways can we fix it most immediately and efficiently? Yeah. This is probably why I'm a self-love mentor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where was I most deeply wounded? My self-love. We must fix it. Yes. Ours and the world's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because when I see a system that is wrong, I must also fix the system. Yes. Well, not all of the systems, but I have chosen self-love as yes. my system. So, yeah, there's that. That's me and um, facial identity. So anyway, that's why mirror work is such a beautiful addition to affirmations because it essentially doubles down on the effectiveness of your affirmation. That's so cool. Because you're using both the word science and the visual feedback science. Very neat. Yes. So I want to talk about how I have used affirmations and how they 
seemed to be most useful for me. And I'm sure Kayla is going to get super excited and chime in with some science or some shit. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, science or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm super eloquent sometimes, but. Don't you apologize. I liked it. Okay, great. That was me being into it. I, okay. That was okay, no great. mockery. All right. Thank you. I loved that you thought of that for me. Science and some shit. Yeah. Sold. Done. That sounds like me. It is. That's (laughs) what I thought too. Okay, great. Um, But I very much um, like to put things to music Mm -hmm. a lot of times. Yes. Um, Because then I, I feel like that like penetrates all of the layers of my consciousness I and it, that you just used being, the word penetrate you right did. now I did <laughs> no that so rarely happens with words for me but what word can I use instead no you can use penetrated I'm over no, it because I would really like to use a different word also uh, soaks through all the layers nope we can't do we can't soak through drenches all the layers um permeates permeates all the layers. I don't know I don't know. Oh, anyway, I can go sexy or scientific. Which do you want? Is there a drenches? Is, is there one that's both or permeates? Um, I think it's penetrate. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought too. Then that's why I used it. I liked it. I told you to keep using. Okay, it. Okay, okay, great. So it penetrates all my layers. <laughs> music, music does. Music is the thing that penetrates me. Yeah, taking a drink now. <sighs> you almost lost me to the giggles. I brought it back. Proud of you. You did it, Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went full slumber party night giggles. Yeah, like. I love it when she does that. <laughs> it's cute. It is. Well, sometimes I start shrieking. I know. That's my favorite part. I, I that's shriek my laugh. Part. I didn't think the people with earbuds in their ear holes would like it, so I pulled it back. <laughs> I would have moved the mic a little. <laughs> can edit that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, I won't hold it in if you give me the giggles again. All right, valid. Um, Anyways, music. Um, So like a lot of songs that have affirmations because there are so many beautiful songs out there that have great music, great Mm -hmm. vibe, great... Uh, harmony like it's they're just out of this world beautiful chorus is an oh yes an excellent artist to start listening to or group of artists and then especially if you can like listen and move at the same time yeah and so i don't i would not say dance i would just say was what i say to my kids sometimes you just need to get the wiggles out Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i would just listen and also get the wiggles out. I love And a lot that. of times it's just like standing and swaying and like shaking my arms out mm-hmm. or whatever. But like listening to those or saying the ones that feel like are super important to me. Um, and saying those while listening to music mm-hmm. and getting the wiggles out. That like, is. That's another science combo. See? That's another double down right there because you're using both the word science and the somatic body science. 
right? Like you are allowing your body to move in ways that your body dictates and are soul natural to you. Yeah. So that's that's another good double down. That just. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the triple double down? I was just about to say say it. Say it. Say it. When no, when I was in high school. Oh, my bedroom as all of our bedrooms had slidey closets Mm -hmm. that were mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I remember hyping myself the fuck up. Yes. Right? By like talk like to myself in the mirror. I fucking like, love that for by you. By dancing around and like having a conversation with myself I in the mirror. I fucking like, Look at you doing mirror up. work. Yeah, but I didn't know what I was doing. And only when nobody was ever home. Because well, I would have been intuitively doing what was safe mortified. for you yes. when no one else was ever home yes. and gorgeous and sexy for you and your soul yeah. to tap into the essence of who the fuck you are. Yeah. See, we are all naturally smart. We just yeah. unlearn. We unlearn that yeah. intuitive body movement type stuff sometimes. Yeah. So what I was saying is we could get a triple double down yeah. of the using the words and the affirmations, yes. using the mirror work of your face, and then using the somatics of, like, what I call wild embodiment, which yes. is intuitive body movement. Yes. Oh, my God, we just made it better. I was only going to tell you about my double down, but now we got a triple double down. Yeah. I don't know why I keep calling it a triple double down. I don't but know, but I'm going to keep good. doing it. I like it. It, <laughs> it yes. sounds right. It does. The triple double down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the triple, aff- triple, double down. Triple, triple, double down on Affirmation Town. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> ah, I love it. Oh, man. It pleases me greatly. Mm-hmm. I need water after that, though. The coffee is not hydrating the back of my throat. Valid. It is doing its job and helping me in my caffeination, which is the point well, not always the point. Sometimes I drink coffee just for coziness. Yeah. The vibes. Actually, if they made better decaf flavored coffees, like this is the creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I drink other flavored coffees that I won't mention because we're not sponsored by those people. We should ask. We're sponsored by Tracy at Karma Coffee. Yes, we should ask Tracy maybe for a decaf. Flavor roast? Yeah, yeah. because especially because we kind of record, you know. Late, a little later. bit later. Yeah. I'm into Usually that. on your second pot time. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's worth it. Because I don't care enough about caffeine. I just don't. Well, I just, I do need it in the morning. That's fair. So just save me a cup from the first pot. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Thanks. You got it, dude. Thanks. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So tell us what you're doing with your affirmations now. Tell us about your amazing find. So I was fucking, I just cheers to my own microphone cheers! if you heard that. <laughs> cheers, y'all. <laughs> um, I was so excited yesterday because what divine fucking timing. I decided to go to Half Price Books, which is weird because I haven't been to Half Price Books in nine million years. Um, and I'm at Half Price Books. About once a week. <laughs> How have we not been to half price I don't then? know. That's funny. Oh, anyway, so I went. Once a week. 
Well, okay. I went after I gave my husband a drive-by kiss at his office. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. I thought it was cute. Ooh, it's one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I gotta look up what one, two, three, four means because I see it every day. And we catch it on when we do the podcast quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I was at Half Price Books. Yeah. And your girl made a beeline for the metaphysical section because why would I go anywhere else, honestly? Absolutely. And I found this delicious book. It's called Heal Your Body by Louise Hay. Louise Hay is my girl. Like, she is my woman. She is sadly deceased now. Um, But she spent her life doing so much good for humanity in helping people achieve a deeper layer of Mm self-love upon deeper layer of self-love with themselves through affirmations and louise hay is how i was introduced to mirror work she has if you google or um search on youtube louise hay mirror work you can find so many resources um in addition to the mirror work videos i have on my brave her open mind channel yeah louise has like nine thousand times more than i do And that's okay, because that was her life's mission, was affirmations. And this book, Heal Your Body, is talking about using affirmations to help your body on a physical level. And I will tell you that I don't have science to back up that Louise's claim that you can cure your cancer with affirmations. Like, I don't have science for that. That is a belief. We are not medical practitioners. You know that. And yeah. there's a disclaimer in the description. <laughs> like, like, the things that I will henceforth be saying are beliefs that I hold, not at all medical advice. Yeah. If you have cancer, go to the doctor, please. Also, yes, go to the doctor. Yeah, go to the doctor. Because while Louise says that affirmations can help you to cure your cancer, like, that does not take into account the acuteness of the cancer, right? Like, affirmations take a while to work. Like, here's my thing. Can I say? You say everything okay. you want to say. This is half your podcast. That's right. um, that's well, it's so entirely true. your podcast and entirely mine because right. we share it in its wholeness. wholeness. We're adorable. We okay, are. go on. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that, like, heal your body. I feel like the affirmations, like, it, it talks about the illness or the, the issue. Mm-hmm. And then the affirmations. And I think that a lot of that... While it says heal your body, I think it, for me, I take it as a heal your relationship with your body. Mm-hmm. In the fact that if you get cancer, a lot of times people are ha- have a real um, hard time reconciling with their body after that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot for of sure. anger, a lot of grief, a lot of sadness. Um, a lo- they've sometimes feel betrayed this is what i've heard from my family a lot of my family have gone through cancer mm-hmm. um and i think a lot of these affirmations can help you to kind of reconcile with your body and i think that's beautiful and i don't think necessarily these affirmations are going to cure the ailment mm-hmm. but i think that it is more of a mindset kind of a thing. I love that belief. Okay. I support you in your worldview. Okay. Thank you. I just wanted to say that. 
I think that that's great because I think that we're going to have people listening to this episode who absolutely feel the same way you do. Okay. And also, I'll add that I totally believe that you could. Cure, like... Cure your cancer with... For sure. Okay. There's research done on the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. And essentially what you're doing is you're feeding your mind and your body a placebo effect through words instead of a blank pill. Yeah. And... I, again, not a doctor, not a scientist. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you to believe what I believe. I just know that miracles happen. Oh, yes. I definitely Miracles are possible. Mm -hmm. And I know that the power of words can be many miracles. And when you use the power of repetition to capitalize on the many miracles, I have to believe that it's possible. Yes. You don't have to believe that it's possible. I have to believe that it's possible. Right, right. And Louise also had to believe yes, that it was possible. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. She speaks in her book about how that is her journey, mm-hmm. that she did not go through, like, chemo or radiation, and she cured her cancer. Yeah. According to her. So I... I don't know if I believe all other types of miracles that I desire to create for myself are possible, then I also have to believe that this one is. Yes. And so that's part of where I am in my journey right now. Mm -hmm. Like when you look at that section on the outline, what we're doing with them now, Mm -hmm. I am looking to help myself with some of the physical things that I want to heal for myself. Mm -hmm. For example, I've been diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, In this book, Louise mentions, like, problems with your uterus Mm -hmm. being connected with who you believe yourself to be on a level of femininity and the safety that you feel in being the fullness of your female identity, if that's the identity you identify with. I mean, I don't know that Louise was woke enough in the 1980s to, like, like, speak on gender identity. So what does that mean? So, like, I have endometriosis. Mm Mm-hmm. And that has caused me a lot of major problems. I think endometriosis is in this. Either that or it was in the other book called Metaphysical Anatomy, which is 9,000 times the size of this book that also speaks on this same topic. Um, But let me see if endometriosis is in here. Is that okay with you? Yeah. It just sounded very... Because endometriosis and PCOS a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So Louise says that for endometriosis... Um, the inner world, uh, ideas, the emotions that you can be considering. I'm trying to look for her title page. The probable cause, as she calls it, is insecurity, disappointment, and frustration, replacing self-love with sugar, and blamers, blaming. Oh, that kind of calls you out just a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it totally does. So then the affirmations for that are... I am both powerful and desirable. It is wonderful to be a woman. I love myself and I am fulfilled. Wow. Do those scare you a little bit? Yes. <laughs> absolutely they do. Like the first two, I'm like, I don't want to say those. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to repeat after me? Or is that pushing your comfort zone too far? I will say them. I will say them. I'm not sure I fully believe them quite yet. And that's so fair. Okay. 
We'll read the first one and then we'll talk about it for a second. Okay. It's, I am both powerful and desirable. I am both powerful and desirable. How did that feel in your body? I believe that I am powerful. I, I do know that. that to be true. Yes. I believe that I am desirable part. I don't know. That feels weird. That's so fair. And here's where we can begin to have an addendum conversation about affirmations that I don't think is an addendum. I think it's a genuinely important aspect. Mm -hmm. It's the idea that you can. Well, actually, yeah, that's how we started this whole episode was talking about the importance of the language used and what you can do to shift how an affirmation feels in your body to you. Mm -hmm. Because the more it resonates as truth, the more likely it is that you'll be able to repeat the process and therefore keep up the repetition because it feels less uncomfortable and the more palatable it is to your unconscious mind to accept through repetition. Okay. So you might say, I am both powerful and growing to see myself as desirable. I am both powerful and growing to see myself as desirable. You look unconvinced. I feel unconvinced. Beautiful. I am both powerful and desiring to see myself as desirable. Yes, I, yes, yes. That one so feels right. You can walk it back when you add in a bridge fa- phrase, as okay. I call them. I call yep. them bridge phrases. You can add in as much padding between you and the affirmation as you desire. Okay. And know that the more you repeat it, the closer you get to adding that other word of growing. Okay. Desirable. Right. Then it might be, I am more desirable every day. Okay. Right? Like you can graduate your affirmations. Because... The more they resonate as truth, the Mm -hmm. easier the process will be for you. And the easier the process is for you, the lower the barrier of entry to start the process, which means the more likely you are to do it at all. Okay, right. Because that like that initiation can also be a struggle for people. Right. When I'm like, I don't even believe that. Like, why? Why why am I going to say I can say that, but I don't believe it. So because then you're spending your quality time with yourself that already might not be that high quality if you are deep in your self-hate. Right. Then you're just spending your time lying to yourself. Right. what it feels like. Yeah. And who the fuck wants to do that when you already feel kind of shitty about it? Right. So bridge phrases okay. can put a little bit of distance between you and the identity that you desire to okay. assume. That is so helpful. Thank you I'm for glad. sharing that. You're that so is- welcome. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So anyway... Louise's book talks okay. about basically every ailment that you can have. And her little summary at the back says that even if your ailment isn't in here, what she has found is that most of the underlying causes mm-hmm. for ailments are fear-based oh, yeah. or anger-based. Yeah. Like resentment-based. Ooh. And... According to the ones that I looked up for myself, your girl's got a lot of work to do on forgiveness. What? 
Anna vibe. Oh, she's giving Anna grandmother of Jesus? Yes. I love that. Louise. I fucking love Louise. I talk yes. about her like she's still here. I feel like her the essence of Louise is in every piece of thing, like yeah. piece of wisdom published by her. Yes. It carries that essence. One of my favorite things that I have um, that's by Louise um, mm-hmm. is a book that has a variety of different things that might be causing you stress mm-hmm. um, or worry or concern or annoyance. Um, and you can look it up in the table of contents like like work or uh family or um uh self image right Mm -hmm. um and then you can look it up in the book and and it will have a beautiful uh thing of whatever the word is um by katie daisy who is my favorite Mm -hmm. my current favorite um artist she is amazing and i spotted i spotted this book just by katie daisy's art on the front cover and i just like snatched it i think i was at like a thrift world or something or Mm -hmm. and i just grabbed it because i immediately recognized katie daisy's art and i was like "Ooh, yoink dibs mine Mm -hmm, Um, for sure and then I got home and then I actually looked at it and that and it was a Louise Hay book. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so great. Collab. I know. And um, but when you open it to whatever the thing is, it will it has a beautiful like thing of the like word art and then an affirmation and then just like a two page like thing where Louise Hay is just kind of like talking you through how to go through the motions and how to like fully accept the situation and like roll with it I guess like just like accept it embrace it and carry forward in life not I love that not to just like dismiss it not to like compartmentalize it just to like be like okay i can deal with this thing and i can also be okay and move yes forward. i love that that's beautiful yeah what's the name of that one? i have no idea i was going to bring it today and i forgot it we'll try to list them down in the description yes. future ashley when you're listening to this while editing please help us all to remember to yes. do that <sighs> Good call, good call. Able Designs by Ashley presents Happy Snail Mail, an opportunity that's fun for you, for your sweet nephew, or for your bestie Hannah who lives in Montana. Each month, Ashley designs a sticker, a coloring sheet bookmark, and a happy letter straight from her heart to yours. Ashley's snail mail spreads love. So either get love or give love, sweet friend. So anyway, affirmations. Louise Hay. Louise Hay. The fact that I just admitted that I think that words can heal your body. In public, in front of 
of people instead of just believing it in my heart on my own where no one could see me and it remained private but now it is public knowledge how's it feel not as bad as i thought it might does it feel maybe Good. freeing and exciting yeah yeah I <laughs> good, good good i was hoping it might <laughs> does it also feel like eh! uh, yeah yeah yes, yes a little bit also yeah. that too oh yeah. that made my voice hurt a little bit oh, no. well not hurt but like tickle yeah because you can feel both so Duality. much joy and excitement and fear Ooh, at the same here. time mm-hmm. it is mostly enjoyment yeah it is mostly like damn look at look at me being bold look at her go um i also wanted to speak a little bit to my belief in that area in case other people find this helpful the belief that when we do not express an emotion and we suppress it, it is it becomes energy stuck in our bodies. Mm-hmm. That also contributes to Louise's theory behind disease or dis-ease. Mm-hmm. That those blockages, those dense energies mm-hmm. can create disease in your body. Yeah. And that's another important aspect for us fine folk who believe in the magic that science has not yet proven they're real i feel like i feel like they're so close i feel like they're, I feel so, like close they're so close we're like on the precipice of this like some big things are going to happen for sure i'm excited about it and I mean, also a little scared but mostly super duper excited yeah mm-hmm because I think it's mostly going to be great yes. for the the beautiful, luscious revolution of humanity. Yes. I think so. I mean, will there be some clingers to the past? For sure. There always are. Mm-hmm. There, there are always people who aren't ready to change, and that's okay, too. Our affirmation conversation. Got deep. Got real deep. Leave it to me. I can take us somewhere existential. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I did want to leave it to you because you also take us to yeah. existential places. I did want to be a philosopher when I was like eight. You did. Yeah. Like I was I think, think we basically are that. Like I think I you've think, achieved yes. that. And I love that. Philosophy or philosopher unlocked. I am a philosopher. Does that feel powerful as shit? Yes. Say like, that I to yourself feel in the like mirror. My heart just quivered a little bit. Like, <gasps> oh, I love the heart quiver. It did. It did. Yes. It did a little bit. I liked it. Well, maybe dance a little while you say <laughs> that. Yeah. Just I do like a little it. shimmy while you. Ooh. I am philosopher. I am philosopher. Philosopher. I am philosopher. Ah, that's good. Yeah. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that for you. Mm-hmm. Evidently, I can make affirmation raps. I don't think that's a rap. Uh, song? Affirmation songs. Oh, dude, I'm really good at affirmation songs. Have I not been saying this for the past uh, four months? or six months? You might have. 
It may have just sunk into my psyche somewhere about two blocks ago. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. Here's the thing. is You are my vindicated. Role, <laughs> my role is just to present. Well, just to, I'm just putting ideas out there. I like that for me because I have now adopted it. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what I was. I think your role then as, as manifester is to like come back to it when you feel Mm-hmm. And then do something ready. with it. Yeah, yes. When you are ready. Initiate the shit out of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will we mention human design every episode? Probably. <laughs> Probably for like the next half decade at least yeah. would be my guess. Yes. For sure. No, because here in the next couple of years, there's going to be so there's going to be new well, 2027 ones. is going to come around and and then we're going to get new design. Yeah. New human designs. Like astrologically, 2027 is a big year. I couldn't tell you why, because I'm not an astrologist. Right. I just know that I have heard that. Yes. So buckle your seatbelts. Do all the inner work. You can my human design the projector mm-hmm. is the most newest oh that's so cute and in order to apparently this is what i've heard in mm-hmm. red to pave the way for the new ones i love that because what if there could be a projector but like with more and en- with like generator energy Fuck. can you imagine Fuck. Can you imagine? That is what Barack Obama is. Well, he's a projector. He doesn't have generator energy yet. I feel like he does. How could he be president? Look at how gray his hair was. If you don't think that man suppressed some emotions into his body, you might want to double check what you thought he went through. Barack (laughs) Obama is a projector. Look, gray he's hair is listed in Louise's two. book. He's a 6'2", which I'm also a 6'2". Mm-hmm. But he is an emotional authority where I am splenic authority. He's got to wait things out, which had to be tough as shit as president. Why do you think his hair is gray? Because maybe presidency wasn't in alignment. Also, it's just what naturally happens and it Dude. looks real fine. Oh, well, yes, yes, yes. Gray hair does naturally happen. I thought you meant that's just what naturally happens in the presidency. And I mean, I like, yes, also, also that. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I shall not be running for president. No, yes. no. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Gray hair is yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carrie's starting to get like one or two grays. Aw. And it is quite sexy, I will say. But then again, I find the whole man sexy. So I'm just really into my husband. Don't <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mark's hair is like all gray. I mean, that does happen. It wasn't when we got together. He's, it's, I mean, kids, kids make it happen faster, I feel like. I. It can. My dad started getting gray hair when he was in high school. Same. One or two of mine started going gray in high school. Hopes my sisters really started turning gray in high school. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Louise has a whole entry on gray hair in her book. 
I'm so fascinated by Louise's book. Do we want to read it? Yes. Great hair entry. Okay. And I believe she's specifically talking about premature grays, not like yeah, not like when you're you are, in your fifties and yeah. your hair is graying, like because yes. that just is biology. Um, okay. Gray hair. The cause behind that is stress, a belief in pressure and strain. So the affirmation for that is. I am at peace and comfortable in every area of my life. Oh, my gosh. I am strong and capable. Does that one excite you or make you afraid? No, that was, that's all I want out of life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. I mean, that is the epitome of cozy, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Safe and cozy. Mm-hmm. Like that is all the things. Mm-hmm. Oh, in my dream for this episode, because I think I fell asleep last night thinking about it. I was very excited. I was like little kid before Christmas. Yay! Like, let's get it ready. Let's roll it out. Let's bake it some cookies and put out some carrots for its friends. <laughs> I didn't get any cookies. They were metaphorical cookies. Oh, man. I don't have any cookies for you. I have truffles in the fridge for when we're done if you want one. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can offer to you. Um, okay, so I wanted to read the one for fat because I... It was so good. So good. It's, it's so it's beautiful good. So the general entry for it is oversensitivity often represents fear and shows a need for protection. Fear may be a cover for hidden anger and a resistance to forgive. And if that didn't call me the fuck out last mm. night, I don't know what would have. It often represents fear and shows a need for protection. That's exactly why I have, like, told my husband and, like, my doctor, like, my therapist, like, my theories as to why I am the way that I am. Because if I'm fat, then I'm not uh, not attractive. And if I'm not attractive, then no one's going to look at me or bother me. And Louise knew. Louise knew. Louise always knows. Mm -hmm. She's so smart. And then the affirmation is, I am protected by divine love. I am always safe and secure. That one gives me like little fearful chest quakes. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At this point, they're the ones where you're about to do something exciting. Yeah. But you're still scared. Yeah. That's what it feels like specifically for me. Because I know I'm close on this precipice of helping my body to be its most healthiest. Like, I know I'm either at the edge of the cliff or I've jumped off yeah. into the change. I can't tell exactly which yet. Mm-hmm. Um, an angel just told me I've jumped off. So <laughs> I've jumped off. Here we go. <laughs> okay. All right. So the rest of the affirmation. I am protected by divine love. I am always safe and secure. I am willing to grow up and take responsibility for my life. I forgive others and I now create my own life the way I want it. I am safe. And the I am willing to grow up and take responsibility for my life scared the shit out of me last night. But we're doing that. Yeah, we are. We are. 
So it feels a little bit better today now that yeah. I slept on it. Yeah. Um, and then she specifically goes in to talk about your arms, your belly, your hips, and your thighs. And it goes deep. I highly recommend Heal With Your Body. Not yes. at all sponsored. I just love it a lot. Yes. Um, and try, perhaps, to see if your local bookstore can get it, because <gasps> then you're shopping local. Yay. And you're not giving money to Jeff Bezos. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, although it does sound like his ex-wife gets like 4% of Amazon sales. So you can just set the intention that your money that you're spending right then is, part is of going her. to his ex-wife. It's part of her settlement. Mm-hmm. Is she a decent human being? She is. She donates almost everything she receives okay, to great. charity. She gives away so much money. Okay. Uh, Zendi Wendy was telling me about her. Okay, great. And yeah, so she gets 4% of Amazon's billions of dollars in profit. Okay. And does so much good in the world with okay, it. Okay, great. So once fi- once I found that out, I just set my intention that this money is for, I think her name is Amy. Okay. So this money is for Amy. Out into the ether. Yeah. But also shop local if you can. Yes, for Yay. sure. But I also understand not everyone has, like, the accessibility to leave their right. house frequently to, like, go to a local place or whatever. So, yeah. I get it. Live your life. You do you. Yes. You belong here no matter what your choices are. Unless you stalk us. Please don't. <laughs> yep. I do have that irrational fear. Maybe not irrational. I do have that fear. Let us not judge it. Yep. you looked like that little monkey meme you looked at me and then you looked away (laughs) anyway Mm -hmm. i don't the odds of that are so low yes for sure i don't want to talk about it even okay great you're right let's not put it out into the universe we shall circle back to talking about affirmations because affirmations can change your life go out and fucking change your life as soon as you feel 51 percent ready go change your life go change your life all it takes is 51 percent your heart full of hope and your belief that that hope will one day turn into changing your life Changing your life. God, I gotta write more songs. Yeah, you do. I told you I unlocked some shit Good. the other night. And it is all musical voice based. Good. Max will be thrilled. Great. Max needs some more forest songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I already have verses planned to extend the forest song. Oh, We're going to talk about the forest in winter because you told me that you would take me outside in the winter. Yes, and I'm really it's quite happening. I am going to need it. I'm so ready. Because I want to love winter. Or at least something about winter. I want to not suffer from sad. I can I we I can teach you how to make snow ice and cream. Cry a lot. When there's fresh snow, we can make snow ice cream. I'm into that. Can it be sweetened with honey? Yes. So at least you're getting antioxidants with your sugar? Yes. Yay. I'm trying to eat less empty sugars and eat 
sugars that are helpful in at least one other way than being sweet. Ooh, it's 111. That's great. I'm going to have to hear more about that because apparently Louise says I have a thing about sugar. You know you have a thing about sugar. I absolutely said it out loud. 100% have a thing about sugar. (laughs) I 100% eat and drink too much sugar. I mean, as a society, we have normalized a huge influx of sugar. Maybe, but honest to God, as an adult, I eat a tremendous amount of candy. Well, to be clear, our children also shouldn't be. Their bodies are even smaller than our bodies. I eat, my kids don't even eat candy the way I eat candy. Okay, all right. Well, Louise. I eat candy like... Like an adult with ADHD eats candy. <laughs> I understand. And Louise says there are other ways. Yes, yes, yes. I need to try some of those. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Great. <laughs> she has affirmations for you. And you now know that you can both put them on repeat by doing them yourself. Yep. You can double down by saying them in the mirror. And then you can do the triple double down. And let your body intuitively move while you look at yourself in the mirror yeah. and you say your things. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh. Mm-hmm. And I do also want to mention that, like, there are practices in neurolinguistic programming that allow you to shift a belief and how you hold it in your mind or shift an I am identity and how you hold it in your mind mentally. So you can just with the make- folder. With the folder. With the folder? Oh, yes. Like that experience you had with that other coach. Without getting too far into it. Sorry, you guys listening. I'm not going to go through the whole process. It's really long. Okay. But there are ways in which you can shift how you hold an idea or identity in your mind. And I want to explain why I think affirmations are in some ways the more powerful way to do it, even though it takes longer on a mental perspective, it's because you are adding in a somatic practice of using your voice. If you add the mirror work component, you're not only changing your perspective on a words level, you are also changing it on a visual, you're looking at yourself and your body level. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you add the dancing, then you're adding another layer of somatics, not just using your voice, but also moving your body. Mm-hmm. Whereas the NLP technique is only on a mental level. Right. And I love a mind-body-soul connection. Yes. That is because I learned things so much from a mindset perspective in isolation. Mm-hmm. I think it's always important to find those tactics and techniques that touch on that mind-body-spirit. Yes. There might be a more efficient way to do it for the mind, but is it more efficient for the mind, body, spirit holistically? I don't think so. Right. So I thought that that was important to mention. It makes it extra, extra sticky. What makes it extra, extra sticky? Is what you're saying. Oh, like it sticks? The change sticks? (laughs) Yes. Well, yes, because you can hold a mental truth in your mind Mm -hmm. and not feel it in your body. That's why... I could believe Mm -hmm. that I was destined to be a like a 
teacher and a speaker online. I could believe it mentally, but I wasn't acting on it with my body because my body didn't hold that truth yet. Right. There is a period of adjustment when you change something mentally before you embody it physically, before Mm -hmm. your body accepts that truth. Mm -hmm. And it's when you can achieve that embodiment practice that your behaviors and life begets to change. Right. Because when you, yeah, when you change something mentally, it has to then change physically for you to be able to act upon it in a way that feels good and in a way that feels powerful and confident. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also why the fake it till you make it strategy gets pushed so hard because if you push the embodiment part, even though you don't believe you're good at it, eventually you'll get so much embodied experience that you'll feel confident with it. You'll believe that you're good at it. Right. That's especially true in public speaking. Mm -hmm. If you just do the thing, Mm -hmm. if you just do the thing and you 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 keep doing the thing, even though you don't feel you're good at it yet, you eventually through repetition and practice and practice, get good at it and you feel confident doing it. Mm -hmm. So you can lead with embodiment. Right. It also helps if you are pulling the mind aspect in because when you're leading only with embodiment, you constantly feel like you're betraying how you feel. Yes. And And that that feels icky. Yeah, that feels so icky. Mm hmm. So it's it's truly important to match the mind and the body. Mm hmm. And the more you get those two online, then you get to add in that spiritual element. You get to feel a little bit more free and listening Mm -hmm. to your intuition. Or at least that's how it was for me. Perhaps other people are on reverse journeys where spirituality felt very intuitive for them. And they needed to get into the the mental and the embodiment. Yeah, the the embodiment, I think, was the last piece for me. I think we talked about this earlier. We did. On. We talked yeah. about this yeah. in another episode. Yeah. So, I just wanted to bring that yes. in here because that is I think a reason why affirmations done in the way that we've described them yes. can be so beneficial because they hit that mind, body, yes. spirit alignment piece. Yeah. So, I hope so much you guys that this episode has been helpful for you. Yes. I fucking love talking about an affirmation mm-hmm. so the fact that i just got to like geek out about yes. them for over an hour pleases the shit out of me yay <laughs> i love it i love it yay and i love just like i love no- like hearing all the things and knowing all the things mm-hmm. right and then having it all come together and just being able to remember like those three simple things yeah and and they're not like simple as in like, oh, they're just bleh. easy to do. Right. But it's just three things, right? Mm-hmm. It's and an easy process. Yes. And I feel like even I can remember that. And that For feels sure. so good. good. I'm glad. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. And you guys, when I say things like add mirror work, do do the double down or the triple double down. Right. Like, it's okay if your addition of mirror work is You looking at yourself in the mirror for 10 seconds and then walking away because that is where your comfort level is with mirror work. I started out by looking myself in the eyeballs and saying, hi, I'm doing mirror work. And then I think I walked away like 
Hi, this is a thing that I'm doing. Away. Yeah. Run. Run to the hills. Try to forget that I've done it. Because it feels awkward at first. Well, it just, it, it's so It feels different. awkward because your intentions of looking at yourself are so different than when you look at yourself when you're putting your makeup on. Right? I don't know. I or to judge your hair. I hyped the shit out of myself in the mirror when I was in well, high school. <laughs> yes, that's true. But, that may not be a truth for everyone. But it, doing it intentionally as an adult was very different. Mm-hmm. As a teenager at home alone for hours on end, mm-hmm. bored out of my mind. It seemed like a more natural progression. Having a concert to myself in my mirror mm-hmm. or whatever I hyped myself up, like, was n- number 372 on my list of things to do for the day. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, um, but... As an adult, it it does feel different. It does. It's just, it's not. I don't know. Well, because the intention is different and therefore the energy is different. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like my kids when they were little would talk to themselves in the mirror. Yeah. And I feel like. And I feel like. Like, people would be like, that's just you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know how, like, when babies are babies, I'm just having, like, you know how we talk about talking ourselves into some shit. Yeah. Ugh. Healing out Ugh. loud, baby. Ugh. But I feel like, like, babies will, like, go up to a mirror and, like, think they're playing with another baby. Mm-hmm. And then they get older. And I, like, even as toddlers or preschoolers and young children, kindergartners, mm-hmm. whatever, like, they talk to themselves in the mirror. Like, they're just talking to themselves and looking at themselves in the mirror. hmm And do we tell them to stop? Do I, like, I don't remember if I, like, I don't feel like I would have told them to knock it off. It, the change in behavior doesn't even need to have come from a thing that you've spoken. It comes from them perhaps noticing that you don't do that. Oh, yeah. So then if no one else around them is doing it, they might feel uncertain about doing it. And then if you said something as simple as it's time for bed while they were doing it, they might have felt like, oh, well, I don't have time to do that. Mom doesn't want me to do that. You know, the, right. the, or the she's shifts probably, that happen. Right. Or, oh, she's probably talking to herself in the mirror again or something. You know what I mean? Like it could oh, have been something man. that explicit or yeah. something entirely oh, not man. explicit. So... That's why I really try and emphasize, like, there's no blame to place there, right? It could have been done through non-actions that you were unaware of, and there's no reason to go down a shame spiral because you couldn't have known. When you know better, you do better. When you don't know better, you can't have done better because you didn't know the thing that you needed to know to do the better. Right. Is it weird that I'm slightly proud that I said that sentence just now? No, you did great. It was a good one. Um, it's just an interesting thing to, like, have realized. hmm Yeah. So. Tap back into it. Turn to a practice. Yeah. Tap back in. You get to talk to yourself again. Yes. That was so fucking cute. That was so good. 
I loved it. I feel like that one needs to become a full song. So yeah. uh, future Ashley and Kayla. Future Kayla, when you're listening to this, write that down in your voice notes app so that you can record a song. The time is one twenty three, one two three. I love that for me. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I also thought of a mini rant. Do you want? Can this just be a long episode? Oh, it's going to be a long one for <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's because I was really feeling it. Yeah. This is one of my favorite things. Okay. Great. So here, mini rant. It's about affirmations. Kind of. Okay. It's great. affirmation adjacent. Okay. Um. When you were talking about how you were singing songs to yourself in the mirror as a kid, you were just like jamming out, having a concert. Yeah. My question that popped into my head was like, what songs was she listening to? Were they good songs? Were they sad songs? Were you having an Evanescence concert to yourself? Sometimes. Because that can have a real warpy effect if you're singing like sad, tragic lyrics. Okay, here. To yourself in the mirror, that can also highly impact who you let yourself be. Um. I was singing things from Leanne Rhymes. Heartbreak. To um, mm, probably not Spice Girls. Um, they were at least low-key empowering. I'm trying to think. It would be stuff that we had at home, so it wasn't usually my like mine. Mm. until much older so like celine dion heartbreak no i didn't really listen to celine dion oh we had it just me then no like wilson phillips hold on for one more day oh that's that's a good one that's a good one um and a lot of so like leanne rhymes but like Mm -hmm. baby leanne baby baby like blue i don't even remember blue blue Lonesome, lonesome for you. No, nothing. Okay. Well, I remember that the song existed. It just isn't springing into okay. my brain, but that's okay. Um. And then, like as I got older, I would, I listened to like Mandy Moore was like the mm. girly pop that I liked. The songs from A Walk to Remember, and then things like Coyote Ugly. Yes, yeah. I so too like owned the Coyote but Ugly soundtrack. Absolutely, it was so good. It was fire. Can't fight the what... moonlight deep yeah. in the dark. You'll surrender your heart, but you know, but you know that you can't fight the moonlight. No, you can't fight it. It's, it's something to get about to your heart. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also Evanescence and Avril Lavigne. And then I moved on into like Three Days Grace and... Green Day. Good Charlotte. No, like... Oh, that was high school, Kayla. Evanescence, Green Day, Good Charlotte. I had to borrow the Good Charlotte CD from my bestie, though, because I certainly did not have it. I can just remember do like sitting in art class with my like little like disc man. Yeah. It was my my light teal Studebaker. You got to have music in your school? I was doing an independent study. Oh fancy. So my art teacher didn't give a fuck what I was doing. I'm okay. I mean she 
probably would have given a fuck if she thought at all that I would have been the type of kid right. to have done anything fucky. Yeah. But I was not. I yeah. certainly was a traditional people-pleasing good girl in yeah. high school. I love that. Except I was listening to Good Charlotte. <gasps> anyway, the music that you listen to, speaking of repetition, mm-hmm. is very important. Was what I really wanted oh, my yes. rant to be yes. about. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. We went on a cute little okay. jag. Okay. Relatable. <laughs> Relatable. If we don't tell stories, no one can relate to us. That's true. Then we're just an informational podcast and there are enough of those already. Yeah. I don't particularly enjoy those. Me either. Because I get bored. Yeah, me too. I just don't have the attention span, guys. I have the attention span. I just don't have the give a fucks. You gotta be entertaining. Like, my attention span. Are you not entertained? <laughs> how much you loved that <laughs> i think you need to make that into like a short and a reel and a tiktok <laughs> put it on a meme like it needs to be on everything everywhere i mean it's my favorite thing <laughs> i love it so now that we've established that you're entertained yes the point is that Should you like to support your affirmation work, change the music that you're listening to. Because if you're listening to sad-ass music, then that puts sad-ass songs or sad-ass words on repeat in your head. Yes. And the words on repeat in your head matter. So if you're trying to work on your affirmations to change Mm -hmm. the words on repeat in your head, also take a look at your music, friend. Yes. Because especially those affirmation songs like Ashley mentioned earlier, or literally just look up beautiful chorus, Alexia Chellin, Alexa Sunshine Rose, who else? DJ Taz Rashid. Like there's four. Go look up those people. Start listening to their music. Mm -hmm. You'll find the Waylon Jennies do some good cute shit too. yes. They're some of my favorites. The song Wildflowers is adorable. That's my favorite. So go start listening to some of those artists because the more high vibe your music, and maybe you don't listen to music as much as I do or sing music in your head as much as I do. So maybe this is only relevant to like musically inclined brains. Which I think both of ours are. For sure. <laughs> If you didn't know by my singing every <laughs> single fucking episode, now you know, now you know, music is a part of my life. Mm-hmm. It's here to stay and I like it that way. That was cute. I think That was a good one. I'm really on point. Yeah, you are on it today. You guys, I think the podcast might get more singing. Yay! Whoop, whoop! <laughs> You're so welcome. The musical. That's my life. (laughs) You did it. You described my life. (laughs) If my life were even more like a musical than it is today, then I will have achieved even fuller alignment than I feel like I'm in right now. That would be so fun. I just told my friend Aaron two days ago that I wanted all of my movements to be like dance moves. Yes. Like just fluid and... 
That's that's the that is the reason I like wearing flowy things. Yes, is because of the because then I feel like or movements. Yeah, then I just feel like I am flowy. I enjoy that I just said music instead of movements, as if like your movements are the music of your body. I mean, they are kind of. They are kind of. Another bomb for you. We got profound again your soul welcome your soul welcome that's all i've got for you i hope you enjoyed this episode it's really long but we have two parts to cut out from dog barking and me peeing so maybe it's not yeah. that long i don't really know it seems gonna be pretty long yeah well thanks for hanging out with us we love you love you love you bye bye, bye. You know what's the best? Hanging out together with each other even more. Ashley and I would love to invite you to join the Back Pocket Besties Club for $5 a month on Patreon. You'll receive ride-along adventure vlogs, a sticker designed by Ashley or by me, a meditative self-love mini retreat, a DIY self-love course for your inner magic, one free month of Ashley snail mail subscription, behind-the-scenes posts, and sweet, sweet community on the inside. And if you want even more goodness, you could join the Doing Life Together Club for $11 a month. And in addition to everything you just heard, you'll also get Ashley's snail mail subscription sent to you every single month. We can't wait to see you on the inside.